No more living for the culture. We nobody's slave. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This is Paxton Losher and I'm here with my co-host, Stockton Losher. Guys, we have amazing news. Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. I thought you were going to say it. I mean, it's fine. You just Whatever. Said it. we'll go with it. I love that. Um, I mean, just like Kanye, Kanye, okay. he's been dealing with a lot. I think mentally, there may be some issues, there may not. Most likely there are. I mean, but that we're is, not going to judge him for we're, having. We're not. We're any trying type to like mental yeah. illness. But it's like I so expected this whole thing to happen, the divorce and everything. I felt like divorce is just kind of like the finalization. But it's like even prior to this whole announcement, it's like you could kind of tell that like their marriage was kind of in shams. Well, I feel like it's a large part because Kanye like he kind of just says whatever he wants. Didn't he tweet something about Stormy? And like, it was like, I don't fuck with that bitch Stormy. (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. I saw on TikTok, someone like hung up, like it was like a print on a flag of the tweet that Kanye wrote of Stormy. And it was like, I don't fuck with that bitch Stormy or something. Fuck. I don't know if it was real or not. I kind of want to fact check it, but why am I like, honestly not surprised if it were to be real? Like, I don't know. I think he did say that. Also, just, like, his track record. Like, didn't he, like, snatch an award from Taylor Swift or something? Oh, my God. Uh, That was fucking... That's, like, a meme or something. Even watching that myself, I was like, what the fuck? I was, like, so pissed. To, like, give it to Beyonce or something. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) what goes through your mind? What kind of narcissism? toddler... It's not even, like, not even a freaking toddler would do that. It's, like... You're fucking just stupid. It's like something's not right. Not to be a bitch, but like... It's like awards are already just like... I think award shows, and I think most people can agree, award shows are never fair. They never go to the... like. I'm in, it, and even if they are fair, not everyone's going to think so. It's like... Yeah. It's your subjective whatever. It's like... Art, any art is subjective. You can't like say art is better than other art when they're so individual. It it's may like just ridiculous. be better to you even if you got freaking last place. It doesn't matter. It's like you didn't win. Like get over <laughs> it. Art doesn't need to be this thing that's worth a piece of fucking metal that you can fucking chuck and fucking put it on your shelf. <laughs> that's not what art... Th- art is supposed to be about and worth it's like apparently to him i felt like that was all he cared about and now like two and it days wasn't even for himself it was for beyonce he'd probably rather be with beyonce than fucking kim probably and now two days before his fucking divorce with kim he's literally trying to sell her jewelry what literally is that, is that true yeah it's on like snapchat discover okay or something. that's how you know it's a credible source literally snapchat it's discover. on dailymail.com and basically, like, the headline is, Does like... Does he need money? Um, I'm gonna read, like, the, the headline and go into it a little bit, because I don't know too much, and then we can comment on it. Kanye West tried to sell jewelry he'd bought for wife Kim Kardashian days before she filed for divorce. Okay. So she filed. Okay, So that queen. makes a little more sense, because it's, like... But at the same time, that's really scummy. Like, he literally, like bought it for her like it was a gift and you're taking it back how does 
he have her jewelry though did he like take it he bought the jewelry for her like when they were married i understand that so he's like going through her shit in the house that he bought for her already and just taking it back do you think kanye bought her house i think she's plenty wealthy oh i didn't mention that what do you mean I'm talking about they obviously live together and he's just rummaging through her shit, taking the diamonds that he already bought for her and trying to sell them. Yeah. Is is that just like me or am I going insane? Is that like not the dumbest shit I've ever heard? It is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. But I feel like it happens more often and the fact that like someone like Kanye is doing it, it's probably more well known. It's just very like... It's just, it's like the fact that like, he also the fact got that you're actually that. Kanye West and you need <laughs> to do that and the fact that it's probably going to get led out into the press it's just like why even fucking risk it but you do it anyway because you're Kanye <laughs> I love the Kardashians and respect them oh I'm sure a lot of people are like the because fact, you said that a lot of people are probably like do you know what they do okay, the I, body image standard I don't the- like everything they do I just. For someone like me who honestly fucking... I don't like watching TV or TV shows. I rarely ever do any real, like, entertainment watching, kind of. But, like, the one thing or in one TV show, like, I'll watch, like, almost religiously is, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians because I just... I don't know. I just love them. They're entertaining, funny. It's just looking into, like, a celebrity lifestyle that's just so, like, out there and luxurious. Sometimes it's just, like, fucking funny and just, like... I do find I agree with you I like the show too me and Stockton like that's the one show like even if we're like literally in the middle of like the biggest fight ever we'll stop what we're fighting about we'll to like watch shut Keeping the up. fuck up you'll sit on the love seat and I'll sit on like the couch and we'll just be like having our distance but we're both still like mentally like we're gonna fucking watch the Kardashians together because one of us is not watching it without the other pretty much yeah i think one time stockton started watching an episode without and me you and you were I like walking into pissed. the kitchen and you were like at the stove and like you didn't see like the first rolling credits and you were like <gasps> and it was like a big ass fucking you deal. didn't fucking tell me you were putting it on you need you to literally need to... see like the little like insignia for the tv show <laughs> at the start if i don't see like the e if you don't see this <sighs> if you don't, if I don't see... hear if i don't hear the e logo pop up on the screen you have to rewind it i have to i am a start to finish watcher i don't care what it is i need to watch the whole thing i feel like it's just more satisfying when you're able to like literally like the screen lights up and that's when you're starting the show not just like kind of lingering around like i know people in my family like my mom she'll like turn a show on and then like walk out of the fucking room oh i can't stand that what's the point of watching it you're on like fucking season three like episode 40 and it's like you're in the bathroom and like someone's having a deep conversation on the screen right now, but you're taking a shit. It's like, I guess for me, like I don't watch TV shows. That's kind of why I don't really do this. Cause it's like, you have to sit and like listen and be engaged. Yeah. I guess some people love just the ambiance of a TV show and just the fact that they're watching it. The fact that it's like another thing happening in a house with them. In their life. And another thing that they can tell their friends that they've watched, I guess. Someone on a TV show is like actually fucking getting stabbed to death, but you're like (laughs) doing laundry. Okay. But I Um, watched the entire show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. so what were we even talking about? We were talking about Kim and Kanye's divorce and I am so like happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Honestly, like I felt like a burden lifted off of my shoulders no, when i heard the news. i literally like i could feel the tension in their household even from here where my empaths even at? on the- <laughs> <laughs> where my empaths at but anyway. even like on the show like kanye 
like on the slight chance that he was like on an episode like he was literally very fuck very very like off to the side barely said two words and when he did say like two words everyone was like praising him laughing their asses off he could like walk into a room and like tell someone to shut the fuck up on that show and like they would get views and everyone would love it i'm sure and then like kim will like do one thing and everyone's fucking like down or fucking gullet about it oh my god do you remember that meme where they were like they were talking i don't know shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) did he say that Kanye said that to someone on tiktok and it was this like viral like (laughs) sound and it was like some guy saying good morning to Kanye in the garage or something and it was like obviously really early because it was dark out and then Kanye was like shut the fuck up <laughs> what? it was so do funny do you remember the the it was like it went viral I think and it was like when Kim and Kanye were like being interviewed about their house or something and I think the question was like uh what's something you don't have that you like would want or something and then Kim oh, was like yeah. well we don't have a jacuzzi and then, like, she just kind of said it. Like, it, she was answering it's the fucking just question. It's a want. It's not something you it's need. It's not something but... she's even... It's, she's just trying to think of something she doesn't have. It's like a fucking interview. The... You're trying to get this fucking shit over with. You're going to fucking answer the question. Like, it's not a big deal. And it's not that deep. And then Kanye's, like, literally mocks her after. And I get it. Like, some people can say it was, like, playful. But at the same time, I honestly... Like, I'm honestly... He was it's... just kind of, like... Oh, we don't have a jacuzzi? Like, mocking her, like, right after she said it. Maybe even if he did mean it, like, in a more kidding way, it didn't necessarily come across that way because people were making memes out of it saying Kanye is so dumb with Kim's shit. If I wanted a jacuzzi and I had fucking, like, $60 million to fucking blow, like, I'm sure (laughs) I would probably want one. I don't think that's necessarily being petty. Obviously, I don't really glorify, like, the whole extravagant lifestyle and i'm yeah i am kind of a little bit torn about my beliefs and like just the extravagant life of some celebrities i do think it is so excessive and it's like you honestly don't fucking need all of that shit i don't even know it's like they have literally everything and then you have fucking people actually fucking dying yeah people are starving and yet you get another fucking custom pink jeep the fuck Kanye recently said, and this is going back to him having tried to sell Kim's jewelry, which obviously is insane, but Kanye recently said, I don't want to be connected to the Kardashian brand anymore, but he was so torn because he still very much loves Kim. (laughs) Although he never ended up selling the jewelry, he was talking about how he didn't want to be reminded of the past. Wait, wait, wait. So he said he doesn't want to be connected to the Kardashian brand? What makes what is him... that? What does that mean? I, if anything, it was the then other way don't around. Don't buy their shit, I guess. If anything, it was like they were all wearing like Yeezy. They were all supporting him, like yeah, like supporting what he was doing. That doesn't make any sense to say because if anything, they were the one wearing his brand. I feel like he was barely in their lives. The way I see it, like watching the show. Yeah, I felt like he was pretty much absent. I mean, that's their job, I guess, the show. So it's, like, not their entire life. But, but, like, also he signed up for that when he married Kim. It's like she has a show about her fucking life. Yeah. You're gonna expect it, be expected to, you know, be in it. Uh-huh. And he barely was. Love so. a good divorce. <laughs> but, anyways. Oh, so. Speaking of Chick-fil-A endorsing LGBT advocates. <laughs> what? 
If that made any sense, basically, we were talking about how Kanye wrote the song about Chick-fil-A a a little while back. Oh, okay. Yeah. How all of the Kardashians are like in it and like standing by Kanye and these lyrics. And it's like, aren't you all like, didn't all of like the makeup artists and hairstylists of that music video that morning of the shoot, weren't they all like gay, trans, like who did your hair, makeup? It's like now you're advocating for Chick-fil-A in this music video. You have... Chris and Kim, Courtney, and it's like you have all the, the kids, clan. and it's like, and then you listen to the lyrics, and it's like endorsing basically a franchise that condones like the mistreatment, and basically not even like you can't even work at this establishment if you are LGBT. Oh, yeah, that was like a whole thing. There was like a recorded voicemail of like this. You saw that on TikTok, right? I don't know. It Wait. was like this, this, um, girl and people were reusing it but still it was a legitimate like voicemail like it was a real voicemail somebody applied who i think was gay and a chick-fil-a i think she was like a manager but she definitely wasn't one of the higher up managers she was probably just like the lowest manager there was she called basically saying we can't hire you because my manager doesn't want you representing our brand she literally said They don't want a gay person representing Chick-fil-A. And then she said, she literally then went on to say, she went on to say, I personally think that you answered all the questions right. I think you were a great candidate, but unfortunately they don't want somebody who's- I respect you, but like- No, but like it was, I think think she she would have hired him. Yeah. If it was up to her, I think, I think she was literally like saying, sue us. Like sue us for this. Because she was making it very like in the voicemail, she was like- I personally think you did, like, a great job, but unfortunately, they don't, like, want you. That was pretty much it. Yeah. And I basically just pulled up the lyrics going back again to the Chick-fil-A Closed on Sunday song by Kanye. Let's go through a little of the lyrics because I think this is just very interesting and just the amount of hypocrisy. It's like you don't even, like, if you're a Kardashian, Jenner, whatever, and you go into this shoot with Kanye and it's like you're just gonna do it because it's what Kanye yeah do you know the song do you know the lyrics but it's honestly it's like even it's like what what is motivating what motivated him to write a song like that what motivated his entire like well, we're Christian gonna see because album? these lyrics really kind of I guess expose I guess whatever he was trying to say but going back again to what I was saying I'm kind of jumping back and forth but like they literally had gay guys doing their hair Kim literally said oh all of my friends are gay They only have gay guys doing their hair because they're the only ones who know how to fucking do hair. And then you have Kanye, like, literally singing this song. Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A. And then they repeat it twice. But when he says you're my Chick-fil-A, do you know who he's referring to? Is he referring to God? Or, like... He might be, or just, you know, a spouse or someone. I'm not sure, but it definitely sounds like, you know, God or a deity or whatever. Hold the selfies, put the gram away, get your family... Y'all hold hands and pray. So we're getting religious here. Okay. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch From out. From what? I, From what? I, I guess. From men. Literally. From Christian pedophile men. From and I don't think that's a stretch sing, to say. No, you should protect them from songs like this. People who glorify restaurants who abuse people of different orientations who support, and identities who support organizations that do at least yeah that's what you really should be thinking about and protecting them from but whatever i guess you're right because you're kanye when you got daughters always keep them safe watch out for vipers don't let them indoctrinate so now Stop. we're talking about Stop. indoctrination <laughs> 
when you're literally out here doing it yourself and being such a fucking hypocrite. What about everyone who fucking worked behind the scenes? You don't have fucking straight heterosexual people putting together music videos for you that actually look fucking good and you know that. All of the people in the creative industry are LGBT, mostly. I'm not going to say all, but you know that's a lot of where these types of people are headed. Because they're artistic. Because they're artistic and their brains work a little bit more differently than your normal average heterosexual cisgendered people. And that's great, but I'm not obviously trying to generalize but it's just so fucking effed up in the fact that all of these fucking Kardashian Jenners or whatever, whoever was in the music video is like standing by and like posing and trying to act cute in this fucking video that's promoting these lyrics. And it's like, what do you even stand for? And then like, obviously it's the Kardashians. They can be really dumb. I'm not going to say like, they're these people who never make mistakes because obviously they do. They can be pretty like bubble-headed. Can't we all though? I mean, honestly. Yeah. But anyway... This was kind of like a little bit like upsetting to me. And then just the fact I already explained myself, but let's just go a little bit further into like the lyrics. I'm just interested to hear the rest at this point. Yeah. You're my number one with the lemonade. Raise our sons, train them in faith. Oh, fuck. I I don't even think I need to go any further. Do we need to talk about this again? What is faith, Paxton? (laughs) Faith is trusting in God instead of trusting your feelings. Not faith trusting reasoning and getting rid of that reasoning and giving it to God. Exactly. Wait, hold on. Can we show you the clip? I was pretty much addicted to reasoning. You know, you can be addicted to things besides sugar and alcohol and drugs. I mean, we, we can get addicted to behaviors. And so he really challenged me to give up reasoning, just like you would challenge somebody that was addicted to a drug to give it up. So I'm challenging you today to trade in your reasoning for trusting God, and you'll be amazed at the amount of peace that you'll have. Okay, so that's the end of the video. If anybody doesn't know who that was, that was Joyce Meyer. What she was saying in that video is stop your reasoning and just have trust in God. Stop whatever thinking and overanalyzing and critical thinking. Stop what you're doing when it comes to questioning faith. It's like we can have those reasoning skills for like everything else in life. But when it comes to, you know the basis for your existence, you know, let's just get rid of that reasoning because we don't need it. It's like, honestly, just get rid of it. And if you're going to keep on reasoning, that means you might have a question for her that she might not know. And (laughs) she might not be able to give you a response. And you might have to like, actually question more and then it might lead to a deconstruction and we wouldn't want that yeah we wouldn't want you to like think too much because when you start to think and question and you're a little too curious you end up atheist and we burn atheists here (laughs) continuing with kanye's lyrics on closed on sunday through temptations make sure they're wide awake follow jesus listen and obey no more living for the culture we nobody's slave. Wait, so he's full on like that was evan- a mouthful. So he's full on evangelical. I honestly, he said, "Listen and obey, follow Jesus." That's like what evangelical pastors use. It's very evangelical because it's fucking coming from Kanye West, and evangelical is almost like the non-denominational kind of. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like with 
those two non-denominational and evangelical, they're kind of mixed. And that's very much the most progressive you can get in today's church. And I feel like with celebrities like Kanye, that's where they fit best. This honestly, this like song and Kanye's whole brand and even I'm going to throw Justin Bieber in here because of that whole scandal that happened with him and his pastor. Like these types of people, their Christianity is honestly, it just reminds me of like a wolf in sheep's clothing because it's such a harmful message, but it's literally just like watered down by, oh, look, we're cool and we dress cool and we act cool and we kind of do whatever we want. But we're also going to say like pray and faith and we're going to throw a, a y'all in there and we're going to make it hip and we're going to it's just like disguising. It's like doing the most to disguise what the actual core message is, which is like literally just like lies. It I don't know how really else to say is. It. It's like when he says, follow Jesus, comma, listen and obey obey what like the bible like who are you obeying obey whatever your pastor is saying because it's honestly leading people back to church what are the pastors saying whatever the bible says so and whatever they want and a mix of whatever they want of course whatever they feel whatever literally comes off the top of their head and that they're feeling that day they're feeling led to say and like the thing that like honestly gets me like is that Christians love to romanticize being oppressed. It's such a victim mentality. I don't know. It's like, okay, great. Like, people don't like your religion because you literally discriminate against people. What the fuck? Like, everyone has a right to do that because you're literally terrible human beings. Yeah, it, it, it's simple as that. I'm not going to argue with It's literally, you. I'm not even thinking too much right now because my brain is like, I don't know, I need something to eat. But like, if you're going to be like fucking disgusting to so many fucking people, it's like, don't expect respect. If you can't respect other people's right to do whatever the fuck that they want with their lives and they have every right to do that, then don't expect respect well, back. Well, the reason why they're like, oh, my faith is under attack. I- I'm under attack because people like us are like calling out their bullshit and they don't know how to respond. Well, according to your Bible, your text, you're not supposed to be fucking talking to me, Tracy, and trying to teach me shit that you know. Can we talk about that? Bible. Can we fucking talk about Can that? Can we talk about like almost like the biggest Bible verse that's like ignored, like period. It's always ignored. It's like the biggest one. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't even know the name of it, but I should we pull it up? We no, should, you don't even need to pull it up. It's literally like to. a Bible verse saying everyone fucking women, knows that. Do not preach. You can't teach. You can't fucking do Stay anything. Fucking silent and shut the fuck up. You have so many girls and women who are like speaking out against people who call out hypocrisy in their religion. Why? It's the dumbest thing and it hurts my brain. And it hurts my brain even more to know that I was a part of all of that bullshit. And I'm glad I'm out. And it was not easy to come out of all of that shit. It really fucking isn't. You yeah. can, you we can, understand. You can say that it is and that it's really not a big deal to just not be a Christian. But when you're brainwashed at three going up to however many years ago I was still a Christian, it's it's fucking hard and it's a journey and you need a long time to deconstruct, at least for me and Pax. Yeah. It's not easy. But once you do realize that you're free to do whatever you want and think whatever you want and your brain was made to do exactly that, you are so free. But that's another story. 
Anyways, so <laughs> now we're going to talk about... Um, oh, something else I wanted to bring up is that we have been getting... Uh, this podcast is all over the place. I'm going to edit it so it sounds a little more cohesive. But we have been getting a lot of backlash since... like Not a lot, but like some backlash from the first episode. Um, Christians, uh, especially in our family, that are trying to confront us i'm not even sure they know what they're doing when they come to us with like confrontation is it confrontation because that wouldn't make sense because we did nothing wrong but well we our first episode was blasphemous i guess if you it was it was it was sacrilegious it was sacrilegious stockton we should be ashamed but that's if you're a christian like what if you're just not like we're not I think the fact that Christians in our family are just like kind of coming to us, I'm not sure what their goal was. I don't think it was to try to convert us. I think it was more so to try to prove to themselves that what they believe is legitimate. But it's almost like they didn't listen to the first episode. Everything we were saying was valid and it it was just flat out hypocrisy. That's the thing. I don't understand how people can have an issue with us speaking out about hypocrisies. It's not it's like we were just making like fun of it for the still, fuck of it. We're 20 years old. We're our own people with own ideas, opinions. Yes, we grew up in a religious family. That doesn't mean we still have to be. It's like you almost expected us to like stay religious because we were born in a religion. It's like that's so cultish to me. Like, And then to get backlash when you leave a religion from your own family members who are supposed to love and support you in whatever path you take in life. It's like literally the Bible itself and Jesus says in the Bible, if you want to go there he does say that if whoever shall not like listen or doesn't want to basically like hear what i have to say they don't fucking need to and that's okay to choose whatever path you want but it's like we have our own family coming to us and like basically like getting their last words out to us and how they feel about us literally just speaking our minds freely and it's very derogatory and it was demeaning they it was it, hurtful they try to do it in a way that's like they'll literally like say the most rude blatantly blatantly rude things to your face it's like face. actually fucking like elementary school rudeness and then it will be like i'll be praying for you god loves you they'll yeah, wrap it up with they'll a wrap bow. it up real cute with a bow on top and some whipped cream but then but really they just tried to come for your character and everything you stand for when you're sitting on the couch trying to finish season seven of golden girls literally <laughs> they only confront us when it's something affecting their ego, when it's something affecting them, when it's something that makes them not feel good. Exactly. It's like, we are not fucking talking to you, haven't seen you in fucking months. And it's like, yeah, you're our family and you can say something to us, but it's almost like, but it's the like, the only ha- time you're fucking reaching out is it when it's about you in a way. And when you find it wasn't some- even about them, it's they made it about, about them. It's not about them. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess that wasn't the right wording. No, but, you're fine. But like, but it's like, it's literally, you can't even, like, it's just out of fucking nowhere. They found nowhere. a way, I can't even believe how they found a way to make that first episode about them. They, honest, Christians, they kudos, have- <laughs> you, you blow my mind. You fucking blow my mind sometimes. Sometimes you guys just out here doing the most when you, honest to God, have no fucking right. You have your- no leg to stand on. I don't understand how to explain that further. <laughs> You don't it's have an argument. Like There's no to, argument. You need to reread at least two to three times, maybe. If or at you, least address a, a a point. 
Address a point. We need some whys. We need some explanation. We need some subheaders. You can't just fucking say a fucking sentence. Leave it at that. Make a fucking fat ass claim. You can't just say I am a Christian and then expect me to be blown across my living room. <laughs> literally, or like they expect you to like fucking hit the roof and then like literally end up just on your knees and repenting all of a sudden. Their faith is so strong that they need to prove to you why they're a Christian. And, like, somehow validate their Christian lifestyle to you. They need you to know, like, why they love being a Christian so oh, yeah, much. Of course. It's like, no one fucking asked. It's like, I haven't seen you in 12 months. Why are you in my DMs right now? <laughs> it's like, and oh no God. one doubted your ability to practice a religion. No one was coming for you in the first place. But it's like, they make it so much about them. It's like, oh, someone in my family is talking badly about religion. And it's like, I need to come for them now. And it's like... When you feel the need to bring other people down for speaking their truths, especially online with like yeah. somewhat of a platform, it's it's very toxic. And what we're doing is a lot harder than sitting in your church pew and like listening to your pastor babble recklessly for your tithe at the end of fucking service. It's yeah. like it's what we're doing takes a little bit more effort, a little bit more courage than what a lot of these Christians are doing behind closed doors doing in our dms and like saying to us it's like yeah everything is very much on the low low it's like i'm gonna come for you low key in your dms be very cute about it be very cute i'm gonna like word this very politely but like also call you this also call you that it's like it's literally just like i don't understand how it's so easy for people to make huge accusations about somebody's character about somebody's life when they've literally never like actually when they're not a part of your life they're yeah. not you don't fucking see them ever yes you're they maybe literally blood, do not know us maybe you're twice removed or blood related it doesn't give you the fucking right to be a bitch you are not a religion you do identify with a religion we have a right to talk about ideas and concepts and things that we find to be hurtful if we want that is perfectly okay, and that's human nature, and that is what humans fucking do. So literally, <laughs> can we just, like, I feel like I'm just trying to explain this to, like, a brick wall right now. It's like, obviously, I'm not getting the reciprocation, and I never will from Christians, but it's like, it's, like, so simple. It's like, let me talk. Me talk, you shut up, because you have no right to come and attack me when me talk. <laughs> Like, literally. Stop! Can I put that on a t-shirt? Yeah, we need, like, a merch store, oh my honestly. Fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Me talk. Me talk. But with all of the negativity and all of the crap we've had to deal with, with family members, we have actually had a lot of positive feedback with other family members and our friends and just people in general, which I feel like is also a really good thing we should talk about. Yeah. And it's important. And I've... You know, it's really opened my eyes to, like, the fact that there are so many people, even in our own family, that we've not even, like, known have been in the same mental state as us. It's just so cool to, like, be able to hear back from people who resonate with something that you at yeah. first found to be pretty radical and pretty, you know, out there for you to be speaking your truth, especially when it goes against, you know, your family's pretty much entire legacy. Yeah. And it is scary, and it was at first, definitely, but to have that positive feedback that we've had from family and friends, it's just, like, it's really <clears throat> fulfilling in a way. Yeah. And to hear the stories that they've shared with us and just that connection that we now have with people we've 
never had before. And it's just like a really cool feeling. Thank you to everybody who has reached out and has showed support. It really does mean a lot. And yeah, hopefully we can keep doing this. Thank you. Do we want to talk about the Equality Act? Oh my God. Can we talk about that? I mean, yeah. So basically Christians hate the idea of an Equality Act. They hate the idea that lgbtq plus and it also helps women and people of color yeah yeah they hate that minorities could have the same rights and the same benefits you know to like walk into a store and not be discriminated against they hate that that is like being voted on and that could possibly (laughs) how that could possibly you know happen they don't like that they don't like other people having rights my brain can't handle this right now. I, I was watching this video because, like, I don't know. I, I just want to, like, let's just watch it. Let's see what happens. It's called the Equality Act. Opponents say it's anything but, arguing it weaponizes the nation's civil rights laws against Americans who don't conform to the LGBT agenda. By the way, when you let me know what the agenda is, We're then we can try- have a conversation. We're still trying to figure it out ourselves, so. Yeah. It treats the people who believe that marriage is between a man and a woman or that we're created male and female um it treats our beliefs as race as the equivalent of racist bigotry how is it not though how well, is it not as equivalent a woman, to racist she, bigotry as a woman why is she fucking even speaking let's oh, start yeah, there yeah 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 let's start come on, there come on you who already gave, breaking who gave your own her fucking... the right? Who gave her the fucking right? Nobody. Why is she on fucking YouTube? That's a fucking platform. Why is of she speak. on CBN News? Literally, who gave her that right? The Bible fucking sure as hell didn't. I don't even know who the fuck. What is, even is your religion? What rules are you following? Also, what is that hair part? Can we talk about <laughs> it? Literally, girl, if you're gonna be on the fucking news and all over fucking YouTube and getting fucking views, especially as a woman, do your fucking hair right. Okay, let's move on. Emily Gao, director of the DeVos Center for Religion and Civil Society at the Heritage Foundation, says the bill forces Americans to live under a new sexual orthodoxy, one that would be imposed on the country by Uncle Sam. Female athletes would be required to compete with men identifying as women. First of all, wait, who even gives a shit about female sports? Is that fucked up to say? I don't think a it's a stretch. Bit. I think it's fucked up. I don't believe that. But like, I'm just saying as a society, like, who okay. gives a shit about Republicans like, and WNBA? Like, literally, Republican, white, cis, straight, whatever the fuck that is. They don't give two shits about women's sports until trans people are brought into the discussion. Exactly. Literally, they don't give two fucking shits. Millions of people don't turn on their televisions to watch women's chest boxing. They want to see guys jacked up on steroids throwing a football across a field, tackling each other in tight pants. What is chest boxing? It's like when you box, but like with your chest. Like you just hit your chest. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I never understood that sport. Let's just continue with the video. We kind of fucked up there. Adoption agencies that only place children in homes with a mom and a dad would have to change the way they operate or close. So they can't discriminate. So, okay, so if this bill is passed, which I think it has, but I I don't know. They're still, like, deciding on some parts of it. So they're saying that, like, basically anti-LGBT adoption centers, they can't discriminate against gay parents who want to take a child that has no parents. Yeah. Who are literally ready to adopt a child and are probably financially, emotionally, like... And are probably fucking 
three times as prepared because they do experience oppression on a fucking daily. <laughs> it's like, if anyone's fucking ready, it's the people who have so many things already stacked against them that they have to, like, prepare for. Financially, statistically, gay couples are a lot better suited statistically to have kids financially you need to just be more put together and just in so many more aspects i just read something about it and it was interesting about- and if you're gay and you want like kids like you want kids and you're going to be an amazing you're, parent. you're gonna go to the extent do the research have the money ready have everything ready you are already oppressed and you are at a disadvantage so you're going to work double time to have that child whereas a fucking straight couple can like fool around and accidentally have a kid and they have like no fucking income and then it's like the marriage falls apart because the financials are an issue and then you have fucking three kids you can't even fucking take care of because you just had a fucking baby and you weren't ready for it so i feel like if anyone's ready to have kids it's people who are at a disadvantage socially that prepare three times as much as your regular straight couple period the bill is passed The Democratic-controlled House passed the Equality Act last spring, and in June, Senate Democrats called it up for unanimous consent. Only three Republicans spoke out against it. No person should be discriminated against in America. No one. But Langford says the Equality Act does just that by elevating the rights of LGBT Americans while dismissing those of Christians and other people of faith. And he points out the bill adds the words perception and belief to the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Untested language Langford predicts would lead to a rash of lawsuits across the country. If I go to interview in a job and I'm not hired, I can sue that employer because I perceive they were thinking I was gay and so they didn't hire me. I don't have to. That's all they got. That's the strongest argument they have. They really think like gay people are like just the worst people like to fucking live. Right? It's all because it's all hypothetical. It's all hypotheticals too. They don't have actually like proof of that. They don't have statistics. They don't have evidence. (laughs) Nothing's personally happened to them. It's like all just fear. And it's just in a hypothetical situation where somebody were to conduct a job interview, where somebody were to go in and they could perceive that the person might be gay if they didn't get the job interview and then they sue them and then they're suing them and then it's it's this whole fucking deal. So let's just not give them equal rights. Bam. Yeah, there's an argument. That one hypothetical really does it for the Equality Act not being put through. They're worried about the LGBT agenda. What about somebody who can easily pass as like a heterosexual straight man? If if let's use the whole baker thing because they love to use this whole baking a cake the bakery fucking scenario. That so shit never happens yet. It's well, like actually, the most prevalent like <laughs> thing that they use against. They'll people. use something so small and they'll be like the bakers actually. I, I, we can't necessarily use that one because like two men would be asking for a cake or whatever so but anyways like let's say um oh let's use a trans woman let's say a cis passing trans woman goes into a woman's boutique and wants to try on dresses and whatnot the store owner is not going to know the difference because this person is going to talk like a female she's going to look like they a female. have passing privilege which you know it's a privilege so basically it's all on the way people are perceived 
if you perceive that somebody is gay, lesbian, um, trans, anything other than straight, you have the right to discriminate against them according to your religious freedom. But what if people you just don't know? You wouldn't know. A lot of trans women, you, you honestly wouldn't know because that's the whole point of being trans. You are actually the other gender. And you actually go out of your way to look like the opposite gender. Yeah. Sex, and I, I whatever. I think it's just so effed up. It's like you wouldn't know. It's all like based on like if they look it, we're going to discriminate. Exactly. Which is like, I feel like we're going back so many years with this whole thing. It's like... To me, it's, like, hard to even explain. Like, it's just, like, just treat people as you would anyone else. It's, like, they're everyone's a fucking human. So Republicans don't like it for obvious reasons. It really is no one's business. It's just over-sexualized. And I hate how, like, the whole sexuality term, it's just sex, sex, sex. It's, like, that's none of anyone's business. Well, they, they just can't see them as humans. They see them as sexual first. And then... And then exteriorly... It's all just how they look like and perceive a certain type of person in people group. And they will continue to have microaggressions, Republicans, whoever doesn't like LGBT people. And it's just so disgusting. I just don't understand what the issue is. Like, I don't... I, I Christian rights? Why is Christianity even in government? Why is there no separation of church and state when it comes to issues like that? It's like they're not respecting other people and they respect they expect all of this respect for their beliefs and everything when they literally are making people commit suicide because they just bully the fuck out of them. You know what? But their <laughs> intentions were good. And their that's, intentions that's are all pure. that fucking matters. Yeah. The intent was there. <laughs> I want to know and this is a genuine question. I want to know why Christians a lot of like progressive Christians don't as much, but for the majority, Christians love to use the LGBTQ agenda as their main target of hate. But the Bible only brings that up what once, twice. It's maybe barely in the once, Bible. Maybe once, and it's it's literally mistranslated. But they're not ready for that conversation because simply it makes them look like fucking assholes, and but- it's. They spearheaded. It's, it's like their. It's like their movement. It's like against the agenda. When literally, what is even the agenda? What about the women if so, like, agenda? If you're so worried about it, like there's like why don't you exactly wait? Yeah, there's literally there should be if if you want to go according to the Bible and what the Bible says. It's they say a lot, so many more demeaning things towards women and like to control women and just everything so fucking much more than they do about homosexuality. They say nothing about trans, really. They say, don't cross-dress or something. Man shall not weareth this or that. But then it's like... That was probably also added. But then it's like the linens and the fucking mixed fabric and like the eating a fucking whatever pig or like playing with footballs. It's like, there's so much that it's like, at this point, you need to ask yourself, am I bullshitting my literal whole entire existence? I just want to know. Or am I just literally listening to everything I was told and being brainwashed through a system that's oppressive that maybe isn't as outwardly, you know, depicting of that? So say you're a lukewarm Christian. <laughs> so, oh, lukewarm Christians listening to that are like, excuse I, me? You know who you are. You know who you are. But anyway, say you are a lukewarm Christian or you're a Christian who likes to pick and choose what they find best fit for their own lives. Do you think if you actually asked a Christian, 
do you cherry pick? Do you, what do you think they would say? No, they would say no. They don't like the term cherry pick because it makes them look like an asshole. <laughs> but anyway, <sighs> say that you are a lukewarm Christian or you're a Christian who likes to pick and choose what they find best fit for their own lives. You feel that not all Bible verses should be listened to, but it's not worth throwing the entire book away. Oh, this argument. The baby out with the bathwater, guys. You can't just get rid of all of it. <laughs> but anyway. We can't get rid of the hell part. We can't get rid of the, the God-killing-millions-of-people part. We... The whole thing, Christians are like, the world, they're going to tell you that hell isn't real. And it's like, literally, what the fuck? It isn't. <laughs> but basically, that's like, for me, it was scary because like when I was still religious and in the entire savior complex, I was very much like, like, I, I have to stick up and I have to, even though it's going to be hard because the world is so worldly and they're <laughs> going to trick me and they're going to like tempt me. You really genuinely do think that like everything is sinful. Religion does rely on indoctrinating very young minds at a young age, because if you didn't do that and you had kids actually free thinking at such a young age, which they should, and actually having that bodily autonomy and like knowing that they themselves have the right to think and process their own emotions and beliefs themselves and they don't have to report to like a god a jesus or an adult figure and like basically conform to adults then they'd be able to like actually like, like be a normal human being who isn't trapped in an indoctrinated religion that's literally what religion relies on because if you didn't have that you wouldn't have so many people being christians as a child you really do not have a say if your family is Christian, they're raising you Christian. You don't have a choice in the matter. In fact, a lot of... And again, there's di different variations. Some people are more lax with it, but then some people do take it more seriously. And I know growing up, there were like certain things that like we could listen to and then certain things that we couldn't. And it was like a lot of the music that we did really like... like listening to like which was pretty much mainstream pop at the time you kind of had to like keep it to yourself you couldn't really just like listen to it and, and like enjoy it even... out around other people it was something that was very like you keep that shit to yourself and, and it's like it, it almost does like... damage you a lot it's a much bigger deal than I think you'd realize. And like just talking about it like pretty lightly right now, it definitely doesn't delve into like how serious small things like that actually are and how they basically can mold you into a different type of person when you're older. It's like now I'm I'm honestly like this is kind of weird to say, but like I can't listen to like secular music around my parents. I can't watch secular TV shows with my parents because I have this almost like fear response and this like almost like trauma response when it's like no yeah same whenever there's just like normal like modern day society things like happening and it's like my parents are around that energy that savior complex energy is like around and it's like hellfire is like literally in their subconscious as like it's happening and it's like Lady Gaga is literally like like singing a beat but it's like you literally feel like fear and I know yeah. that's not that's not how it is for everyone. And that's great that you didn't maybe have that experience, but it's almost like you're only as strong as your weakest link. And it's like, 
you can't just keep continuing all this fucking shit with religion just because it doesn't happen to everyone. You need to take into account that there are people with like so many honestly mental disorders after having literally grown up in religion and it's a lot more serious than people like to think people will just say so like actually like it blows my mind how it's not taken more seriously it's almost like if you had a good experience with it and you're like keeping up in your family was more lax because that's what at the end of the day that's what it comes down to if you grew up in christianity but you were still able to do regular things that like other people who were not Christian did or very like loosely Catholic or whatever, or socially Catholic. It's like, they all kind of got to like be in like society and like do normal things. But like when you are like in a Christian household where you are like being monitored and like, you can't listen to that song. You can't watch that. You can't make those kinds of and jokes. It's so it's like, normal that it's, it's normal to people because there are so many Christians who like, Honestly, like they still love their parents and they're raised in an even more strict way than we were. And it's so normal for them. They don't even understand that they are being stripped and honestly mentally abused in a way to conform to a singular belief. And they have been their entire lives, yet they don't really know and they're not aware of it because it's like, that's all you know, which I think is just so... Just like to wrap my mind around that, it's almost like so toxic and it's like you're a slave in a way to an idea. Yeah. Which just kind of like makes me a little upset, but it's like you can't just have this religious text that says such terrible demeaning things to so many different groups of people and then just ignore them and then expect other people to like do exactly what you did because what you did was right and not taking it as seriously. But you can't just expect everyone else to do that and like think that everyone else has the same clue as you do as to not take certain things as seriously in the Bible because that's just not how it works. You can't just say, oh, well, that verse, we don't follow that verse, but you know what? It's outdated. Exactly. It's just all picking and choosing and it's really getting to the point where like I literally don't want to see another Bible (laughs) because it's like, People, Christians in my family, they don't follow the Bible, yet they're still clinging to it and they'll still get mad at you for not being a Christian, yet they're not even actually following the book. They don't even read the book. They don't even pray. And it's like, yet you're still like wrapped around the savior complex and you're still going to make someone else feel bad for not identifying with the religion, even though you really don't yourself identify with the religion because you don't practice it. Yet you still well, they it. identify with it, but they do not practice it the way they should. Yeah, that's, I guess, <clears throat> what I meant. Oh my god, something I just thought of. Christians will literally use, like, contradictions to just point whichever side they want. For the argument of women should not speak in church, they'll use 1 Timothy 2.12, which says, I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must be silent. So that's strictly from the Bible. That has not been mistranslated. That is literally what the Bible says. Yeah. According to the people who have written the Bible. But on the other hand, they'll be like, oh, Mary Magdalene, she was like the first preacher because she spread the news that Jesus wasn't in the tomb and whatever, whatever. But it's like you also have a Bible verse saying women do not speak or like teach You can't basically trust them because they're inherently biologically less superior they're inferior 
So it's just like it. Well, it's just another contradiction so in how the Bible. Can, how can we even trust that Mary Magdalene was an authentic source of information when she was a woman? Like, like how? Oh, do, yeah, how do yeah. you even trust something as big and like, you know, hefty as Jesus rising from the tomb? Like, who, oh my god! Like, is she lying? She's a woman. <laughs> It's like she literally could have been like lying because she's literally less superior. Well, using this logic, it's like, well, what do we do now? It's like, did it's like he actually rise? History is literally like, like up, like it's up in the air. Like you can't trust her. And why so many damn Marys? Can't we like get like a different name? Anyways, what were you gonna say? What I'm trying to say is that Christians love differentiating themselves from other Christians. You'll have one Christian believe that women should not be allowed to speak or teach in church settings. Whereas you'll have another Christian be like, oh, well, that's outdated. Well, you know, there is that Bible verse, but we don't follow it because, you know what, it's unrealistic to still be following Bible verses like that in today's day and age or whatever. But that same person who feels as though women should be able to speak freely and teach in church settings will also be homophobic. And bring up the whole man shall not sleepeth with man verse or whatever. And like basically like pick and choose and cherry pick whatever they feel is relevant to their own situation and whatever is going on in their head. It's literally like this game of just choosing whatever fits right with you and is subjective to your life and whatever you feel morally is acceptable, even though there is no objective morality. So it's like, what the fuck? But it's like you literally have people like within the church ignoring certain Bible verses because they know it's literally fucked up to say that a woman can't teach. Whereas in the same breath, you literally have these same people bringing up the whole LGBT thing, which was obviously mistranslated. And even if it wasn't, even if it was in the Bible for however long the Bible was, you know, around, you're still literally just choosing whichever Bible verses you want. It's literally just whatever you feel like. Yeah. And you're hurting people. You're hurting your children. You're hurting relationships with people. And half of these people don't even read the Bible. Christians who don't read the Bible are the same Christians who will be like, I know what I'm fucking talking about. (laughs) That's not how it's supposed to be. The same Christians who don't actually take the time to read the fucking book that they cling to for life the thing is, will be the ones who act like they're the right ones. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's like, it doesn't even matter. That's how it is. That's literally, it doesn't matter. It's like you're matter. literally just saying fucking two words and then doing nothing about it. It's like, it's damaging. It's like, it's like you don't even care. It's like the same people that are like, that's not how it's supposed to be are the same people that just, mo- they'll say it and then they'll mosey along with their lives. They'll still be in the religion because it doesn't affect them. They'll still feed into it. They'll still go to church. Because as long as like- they're not oppressed by their religion, it really doesn't matter. And yeah, they'll say, oh, they fight for this. But but you're not actively, if you actually were, you would actually question what's being written in the book that you hold to such a high standard. A lot of these people have never read the book through... Mostly because it's boring. It's impossible to. It's, How do you actually read the is. whole thing? It's boring as fuck. I can't even read two like two phrases without actually like wanting to fall asleep. I think I started, I was like, I'm going to read this entire book. Like, I just have to. And then I got to like Genesis chapter one. And then like, I literally stopped. It's just. And can I also say like, Christians love to call and most Christians are Republicans. Let's just be real. Um, most Christians who are Republicans and they identify with that whole side of the coin, they'll literally always be like, 
everything's based on feelings. Oh my God, the liberals, it's all about feelings. It's always, it's always about how they feel in the moment and they're such snowflakes and they're pathetic and they're whatever. When literally all the Christians that I've talked to, all of their experiences, they're like, it's all based on feelings. It's well, like, I had a dream and I know that God is real. And it's like, God that's came the to me. I spoke to God. He came to me and I had this feeling of just overwhelming. Well, like, I just like felt like you kind of have to like feel it. Like they're literally gatekeeping Christianity and entire religion from you solely on the fact that they had an experience that you didn't. It's like, oh, well, you kind of have to like. And mm, if and if you don't Jesus feel it. Jesus has favorites. <laughs> and if you don't feel it like the way that they are, if you don't have this experience, this like whole christianity if you don't have this fucking christian kundalini up the fucking ass and your feet aren't fucking tingling it's if like, your feet aren't two inches off the ground when you pray if you're not levitating in the hallway at 3 a.m having this like <laughs> literal like holy spirituality awakening a christian will literally tell you oh well you'll get there you just haven't had a testimony yet it'll happen it'll happen you oh my god don't even harder. get me started with the fucking testimony with the testimonies you'll literally oh have like someone come up and like speak in front of the church for like 45 minutes and then like i don't understand like what is like a testimony for like a christian will be like any other person's just regular day old life it'll be like we couldn't have kids and then like we kept praying and we kept praying we kept banging kept banging <laughs> and like we kept trying and then all of a sudden out popped jeremiah <laughs> it's like we get it it'll be like i used to have sex <laughs> and now i'm waiting till marriage i love jesus that. changed me it's like i used to only find worth in my my body what i could give to others sexually but now I just bang after marriage and all you need is a fucking piece of loose leaf paper with the fucking like stamp (laughs) on it and you're set. You just need to be legally bound to somebody to experience anything. You just need to give your name away and then wear a purity dress, have a purity ring for however many years, take a cute picture with your mason jar looking ass (laughs) fucking wedding table. And that's literally it. Be committed to a man you don't know when you're 12 years old. (laughs) Wear a fucking purity ring. Bow to the feet of your fucking pastor. And then massage them. Okay, let's reel it back. What were we even talking about? (laughs) But women, yeah, women deserve the right to speak and teach. Yeah, we don't follow that verse anymore. But the gays, yeah, electric chair. (laughs) I think some people think it's like, oh, when you're older, it's like, oh, and you grow up in a household that's Christian that was more strict. And it's like, that still has lasting effects on your brain, the way you see the world, the way you see yourself, pretty much the rest of your life. You pretty much need therapy after this kind of like stuff. And I think people really underestimate how damaging this religion is to so many people. Even if you're straight, cis, whatever, it can be just as damaging. Yeah. And I can't really find it right now, but I remember like a little while back, I was hearing about this condition and it was actually like, you know, there was a label and a term correlated to it. And basically it did have a direct correlation to women. I I think it was a study around women who grew up in religion who weren't able to basically have sex and perform in any form because of the traumas and religious shame and sexual shame that they grew up with. 
they weren't like their bodies just couldn't you know have sex well how do you flip a switch when you're like literally your entire life you're told that it's bad that's bad it's bad except for that like one they like glorify finding that one soulmate person it's like they for the rest of when it's literally the like fucking, fucking wedding night it's literally it's like, fucking billy sitting next to you in church for 14 years and it's like that's how who you get fucking paired with and then it's like on your wedding night after being told that you're literally like a slut a whore whatever if you do do anything sexual and now it's like a flip you have it's to like s- a ceremony and a piece of fucking paper and an old white guy There's- with a black cloak <laughs> is actually going to make you be able to embrace your sexuality all of a sudden well it's like it's like a switch you have to flip did i say that right yeah okay <laughs> it's you can't just like go from like being a completely non-sexual human to then like turning up the heat on your wedding night when you actually don't know what a penis is You've never fucking seen one before, but it's like, it's not funny, but like, it's like, it's it's not funny. It's really not because this is literally happening every fucking day. And whenever someone's getting married and I know it's not for all of the Christians out there, I'm sure there's a lot of Christians can't wait for their wedding night. That's literally why you have people getting married at fucking 18 and having kids at 19. But then you do have this vast majority of people who are like, actually end up being celibate because literally they have a condition that literally makes them not able to perform in the bed because they have so much sexual shame and just this complex their entire life and it's basically scarred them and And now they're dealing with these traumas for almost like the rest of their life yeah and it's like who are they gonna it's like so hard it's like these people need to like come to terms with themselves to be able to like go to therapy and it's like they can't talk about any of this with their family members their family members are it's like what's wrong with you it's like just get a husband it's like get a wife it's like it's like have kids but we're never going to tell you actually have how to do that but it's like just have kids like it's nature it's natural they should figure it out we're not going to teach kids safe sex in school it's they, just that's like disgusting. be celibate be celibate we're if gonna we teach tell kids you. how to have safe sex then they might actually have sex even though they're already fucking and it doing might it. actually be safe we want to make it seem like if you have sex that literally everything that can happen is negative that's why we say absolutely no sex and then it's like oh wait but how do they have kids it's like literally what the fuck is a penis but you're also having these people who are like going from no sex at all or a lot of them are doing things but it's just like you would never know because nobody talks about it as a christian it's like all very hush hush but you do have like some that are not having any sex they believe that like the word 100 percent for what it is and they're not doing anything and then it's like as the same time when they have chosen the one person that they're not even sure if they're compatible with. It's just kind of you just do it because it's like you're locked in for you life. You don't know now. what the fuck is and- in his pants, but <laughs> and you're not even sure if you're compatible, like physically, sexually, like really anything besides the fact that you're both Christians and you both pleased your parents by getting married. It's like there's so much I feel like that Christians are like stripped from like physically, sexually, and it's like there's so much shame. And I feel like I'm reiterating myself a lot, but like it's like a lot of Christians, and I know there's, you know, the girl-defined extremes out there of, like, YouTube and stuff like that, spreading toxic religious ideals. Heter- heteric uh, rhetoric. Sorry. Yeah, and it's like, they never kissed until their fucking wedding day. So they say on the internet. They did say that on the internet. Who knows if it's true? But then you literally have them telling these people and these younger generations that 
it's like we did this because we felt that it was the best in God's eyes. These are also the people that are having kids by like the dozen. <laughs> These are people that are also having like kids like almost a year, maybe not even yeah, like after their first they're having their able... sexual experiences. Yeah. So it's like these people don't even know in a way, and I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm sure there's people who are more matured and they're like, oh my God, I like I was meant to have kids and I'm not going to take that away from it. I'm not saying that being a mother is a bad thing, but I am saying in Christianity, it's almost like expected and it's like, you're like, after you get married, it's like, what the fuck are you doing if you're not having kids? It's like, there's so many Bible verses that do promote women to want to have kids, mostly because it's just kind of what they're told throughout Christianity. And it's just this entire community of Christian women just getting married young. And it's so exciting. Oh, kids, gender reveal. It's like the husband does all the work and shit. And it's like, it's just kind of perpetuating this idea of like the perfect Christian family. It doesn't really leave you open with any real diversity. It teaches you that a family is like having kids. Like, there's a mom and a dad, and then there's, like, kids. That's what a family is. And I when literally say, thought start that, a family, too. It- a family is literally, it's so subjective. And I understand that a family is obviously, it can obviously be a fucking husband, wife, whatever, and then you have kids. It can be a couple, and that's it. It could be a couple and their dog. It could be a couple and, or it could just be, like, three friends. Or it could literally be you and your fucking cactus or some shit. It literally doesn't matter. Whatever to you feels like family and feels like love and something that you and whoever that you're experiencing it with, like, enjoy it. It's like... It's pretty much anything you want. It's just whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) I don't even know how to, like, really explain that any further. I just can't stand It's like, oh, start a family. When are you going to start a family? It's like, it's implied that... Yeah. Having a family means having children. Which honestly, it's like, I feel like so many people, like when I was growing up, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to want kids. And like, I want kids. And it's just like so normal. It's like kids, kids, kids. But then it's like, when you actually fucking like, we got our puppy. And then honestly, at first she was kind of like so much work. And I was like, I'm never fucking having kids if I can't even take care of a damn puppy. But obviously now she's like great. And she's like amazing and wouldn't change it for the world. But I feel like a kid is like insanely, incredibly, like the amount of responsibility you need to have a kid. It's like, it's like you're almost like a fucking slave to another human being. I hate that analogy, but it's what I came up with. Okay. At the moment. So something that uh, based on like the topic of purity culture, whatever, I just have a quick story um, that might give some people some insight into just kind of like what it is if they don't know. So basically, we were at the beach a few years ago, and we went with some family, and one of our aunts, I don't, I think she's blood-related, but, like, like, it doesn't even matter. She was one of, she's somebody who we would consider an aunt. And we were at a beach, and I was just, like, sitting around, checking out people watching, watching the ocean, just trying to catch some rays, I don't know. And all of a sudden, I hear behind me, Somebody just kind of like murmuring and then say, it's like butt cheek beach up in here. And I turn around and it's my aunt and I'm like, oh, oh. And then immediately after her young daughter, who obviously looks up to her, looks at her like it's the funniest thing like ever and laughs and then goes, oh, butt cheek beach, butt cheek beach. (laughs) And I'm just kind of looking around. I was like, like, we got a comedian over here. (laughs) 
I'm just looking around. I'm like, wait, so does anybody have like their ass out? And I like, I don't even see anything. I mean, what do you expect? It's a beach. There's like, there's like hundreds of people surrounding us. It's like actually like a Saturday summer beach, Delaware, you know. I just, I, and then after she was like continuing to talk about it, like, like, Oh, like how like people, certain people dress pro- provocatively, and it's like I don't, I don't see anybody provocative. Like it's a, it's like what it's do you like, expect? What do you people expect? To it's beach? literally the fucking like world. Like you go out of your house and you go to a beach, and then you expect everyone to be like Christian and like wearing a fucking diaper into the ocean. It's like what do you expect? Well, I don't understand how Christians are like always feel under attack, but they're the first one to judge and comment on what other people are wearing, especially at a beach. It's like <laughs> you're you're at a beach. Not everybody is going to wear a onesie. Well, I wouldn't wear that. So I'm going to make a mental actually no, a vocal note of it. So everyone in the group around me is aware. And it's very much teaching the little ones that you have with you and like the younger generations and even just everyone around you that it's okay to kind of just like make comments like that little kind of like jabs at certain types of people and the way that they dress. And it's like just kind of just overall differentiating you from other people you've never met. You've never talked to. It's almost like you're over-sexualizing strangers. It's like you're going out of your way to sexualize people. It's like someone who wears a bikini that's smaller than yours. It's like automatically they have sex and they're like impure. They're whores. It's they're a they slut. Can't even- <laughs> the definition of a slut, and I don't even care what it is really, but I, isn't it just someone who like has a lot of sex? You don't know their fucking sex life. Even yet you're they calling have a lot them- of sex like... That's amazing. Good for them. <laughs> it doesn't, Double thumbs it up. It doesn't matter, but it's like you're honestly... It's, ass- almost, like you're they're assuming it's they're- almost like they're bitter because they're not getting it as much as Literally, that that's the subconscious, honestly, probably. Also, like, how fucking dare somebody wear a revealing bikini to a hot-ass beach? I- how dare someone walk out of the ocean with a fucking wedgie? <laughs> like I was saying, it's like they're literally assuming someone's sex life just by the fabric they're wearing and the amount of it it's like how like who gave you the right why are you vocalizing it's like just because you have a thought doesn't mean you have to fucking speak it's like keep it to yourself we all have those thoughts sometimes that have been programmed into us and that they're not nice and it's like you still have these freaking more so christians i'd like to say that are like they can't keep their mouth shut it's all they have at this point they have jesus and they have their judgment that's that's it I guess we're going to have to just give it to them at this point. <laughs> but you know what? If it makes you feel better, if it helps you fall asleep at night faster, go ahead and slut shame people. If go it, ahead. If it floats your boat, if it floats Noah's Ark, I mean, just go for it. Do what you need to do for your ego at this point. So we have a little story for you guys. I mean, it's not much, but we're going to give it all we got. So basically, one of my best friends, she texted me the other night and was like, bitches, you home. And I was like, yeah, why? And I was like, it's fucking 1030. Like, are you literally standing outside of my back porch right now? Like, what's happening? So she was like, she ended up texting me, check a pussy hoe back porch. Which translates to check the back porch. Of course. So I go back to the back door and then I open it and... 
I like look around for a little bit and then I see this like pink glistening wrapper and it was sitting on top of like our little like mini trash can where we like put all of our dogs like shit bags in and it was kind of a vibe. So basically I grab it and guess what? Guess what it was? It was Lady Gaga's Chromatica Oreos. The actual brand new Oreo and untouched untouched by nature untouched by man what my god this is so rough wait let me say it again so i go over and i pick up whatever this pink glistening package is and it's fucking lady gaga's new chromatica (laughs) chromatica oreos chromatica whatever the fuck but basically (laughs) this was like peak excitement for us at 10 30 at night you are not expecting any deliveries (laughs) you are sitting and just loafing around not expecting to be getting anything at this hour around loafing but anyway so we have the chromatica oreos and i'm just texting my friend oh thanks so much this is such a weird gesture but i'm like kind of into it so we open the package which the packaging is like pretty damn nice like you gotta be like real like you can spot these things like from a mile away in like any grocery store just so you know it's like peak fucking aesthetic packaging yeah so we open them and they're pink ass cookies with like green filling it's like the coolest shit ever honestly yeah but we when we start eating them that's when our opinions kind of changed a little bit what did you think i'm not gonna lie the first one i bit into i was like Ew, I can't. Because it tasted like a vanilla one, and those just, like, don't have enough flavor for me, so I was out. Okay, I literally, I actually love the vanilla Oreos. Like, they're honestly one of my favorites, and I thought these tasted way worse than any Oreo I've ever had. How did it taste worse? Like, how did it taste I just, like, like, it didn't have any specific flavor either, I felt like. It was just, like, like, cookie. I don't know. It was just, like crunchy like food dyed cookie i literally i didn't catch any flavor i mean sorry gaga but like that was just like my like personal opinion so basically they're just kind of sitting there like the full package of chromatical oreos and we had like two of them and we're like well what the fuck do we do now it's like are we gonna like end up throwing them out or like do we just keep snacking on them and maybe we'll fool ourselves into liking them more i don't know So basically, we ended up just leaving them on, like, the couch, like, end table that night because it was getting pretty late. And the next morning, very early in the morning, and I won't tell you who this was in my family because I feel like because I feel like that's kind of disclosing a little bit too much information. But basically, someone in my family got very, very, very sick (laughs) within I believe that night of the Chromatical Oreos coming to our house. Laying around in our living room. So they were sitting in our living room, maybe even just like with the flap still open. I don't know. (laughs) And it's just like these pink goddess type looking Oreos cookies that you just need to try. It's like you have to. It's like Adam and fucking Eve. Like you take the apple. You take the Oreo. You take the flaming hot pink Oreo and you put it in your mouth because it's fucking pink (laughs) as fuck and it looks amazing. Even if it tastes like hot shit. But anyway, (laughs) that morning, the next morning, someone in my family is like running down the hallway and like moaning. And it's like (laughs) 
I'm like, wait, is everything okay? But I'm still like kind of like in that REM like sleep where I'm sort of aware of like what's happening, but I'm also like tired as fuck. So basically, like like multiple times, this family member is running to the bathroom down the hallway and like just moaning. I can't even like I can't even like I guess like perform what it was like sounding like, but it was just like you hear thud 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 and it was like now like the trash can is out and now it's like we're pulling out the trash can and we're putting it on the floor and we're removing the carpet from the bathroom like that's (laughs) when you know like someone's fucked up it's like what happened last night it's like like they were fine like the day before and it's like now they're like actually like keeled over the bathtub like dripping with sweat and like There's just a bunch of, like, shit thrown everywhere because it's, like, nothing is keeping you away from that fucking toilet at this fucking moment because you are sick as fuck. It's, like, what happened? And then I remember what changed. What changed last night? Like, did they eat something? Did they, like, I don't know. And so I remember the chromatical Oreos and I, like, go back and it's, like, I see, half like... the fucking box I is empty. I see literally, like, they're, like, half of the... Like you said, it's, like, gone. It's, like who fucking ate these and i'm assuming it's whoever was sick that morning so i was like oh my god like did this secret package of gaga oreos that came to our back porch at 10 30 last night have anything to do with whoever's sickness and i'm like that is the funniest shit i've ever heard (laughs) like what the fuck i was like in bed it was like probably 6 a.m but it's like someone is literally like actually like about to fucking die from these fucking Gaga Oreos. And I was like, what the fuck? So basically we go back to the Oreos. I think you and I were kind of indestructible to the effect because we <laughs> nothing happened to us when we yeah. ate them. So we kind of just ended up eating some more and it was just like, whatever. It's like, we're not going to fucking waste them. I feel like we're so cheap. I don't think straight people can handle them. (laughs) Gaga knows her fucking audience. And if you are not her audience, you're getting fucked by these Oreos. Um, Yeah, I think that's our episode. So that was a doozy. Um, but thank Thanks you guys so listening. much for listening. You know the drill. Um, you guys are the real ones. Even if you're here to hate listen, we appreciate it too. You're giving us money. Just know that. <laughs> but anyway, um, if you again. want to, oh my God, guys, we are on Apple Podcasts. Literally so, leave a review. We have so many. We actually have like so many reviews, right? Don't get, don't mislead them. <laughs> guys, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can't leave a review, I'm sure, any other place. Go rate us five stars. If you don't rate us five stars, what the fuck are you even doing here? Come on. Rate us five stars, give us a review, and we will be eternally grateful. Yeah. I really gotta go. My pits are sweaty. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>